Welcome back to Hug Your People. This is episode 43. I've been a little lax about doing these episodes, but we're back today. We got a lot to talk about as far as our one year anniversary. Of course, the coronavirus and the craziness that's going on in the world and how this impacts cancer patients and our family and you. And we're going to talk about just anything else that might pop into my head over that time. So episode 43. Welcome back. All right, guys, welcome back to Hug Your People. I haven't done one in a while, and there's a good reason for that. Uh, reason really being because um, we hit our one-year anniversary of not only being airlifted, but uh, the diagnosis, and that happened in about a, a week's lag time. So we were airlifted on a Friday um, uh, in March, and then about a week later, eight days later, we got the official diagnosis. There had to be a series of biopsies and uh, scans, as you can imagine, before you get the official thing. So um, going through that, um, as well as you know, the craziness in the world, the coronavirus and COVID and all that stuff. Um, it just created a lot of a lot of emotion. And one of the good things about um, social media is that you get memories of what you were doing this time last year. Uh, in our case, it becomes very challenging because the memories that pop up because we were um, sharing our story sort of as we go and with family and friends, um, the memories that pop up uh, sometimes can be tough. Uh, they really They really can. But the, what I'm looking forward to and the good news about it is the memories next year are going to be amazing because right now we're kind of in a good spot. Bax is doing well, um, you know, as well as could could be, and we're kind of on the home stretch. So the mem- I'm looking forward to this time next year. Um, I don't want to fast forward, but I'm looking forward to this time next year when the memories aren't as um, kind of tough to process as they were this year. So um, so that's really what what's going on. That's kind of why a little pause and a little hiatus, just making sure that I'm in check with what's going on with me. And I've said that before that, you know, we're in the middle of our own fight. And so things like the wagons and, uh, and hug your people as a nonprofit and things like that kind of, they we're, they're important to us, very important, but we really have to focus on um, our mission at hand first. So that's, that's kind of where we've been. Um, so yeah, the one year anniversary was, it was good. I reconnected with Dr. Armstrong. Dr. Armstrong was our ER physician uh, and doctor and um, he and I had, we, we had talked over the, over the year, but not too much. And then we really reconnected and I'm, I'm hoping that we'll be able to get, um, have a conversation where we can share sort of our connection and our spirit as dads, uh, husbands, and, and, you know, in this particular instance, um, how it impacts different people. Um, because I think what I'm understanding this year is that the, when things like this happen, it impacts a family, but also the healthcare workers, the nurses and the doctors and um, these things make an impact on them. And the, the ideal is not to be attached and not to have emotion around it. It's impossible. You know, and, and the reason that Dr. Armstrong and I have a connection is his son's about the same age as Baxley. And so when we came in, I think he it really um, just it resonated uh, on, a, on a certain level. And, um, and rightfully so, because I see kids all the time that are about the age of Baxley. And if something tough is going on, it kind of gets me, you know, and I'm sure you can relate to that if you have kids. Uh, or maybe even if you don't, if you just, um, you know, are empathetic in that way. And so I hope we'll get to, he and I will get to share our story a, a little more. I'm talking with him today, actually. I'm excited about that. So um, I'm just a, a really good human, really good human being. Um, so that that was that. So let's get into uh, probably the questions at hand. You know, what does COVID-19 and coronavirus mean for us? You know, and I'll be honest, we've been in quarantine for a year, you know, uh, so it didn't change our lifestyle very much. You know, the things that did change were obviously the hospital visits are a different layer of protection. Uh, obviously, we're getting groceries delivered now. We're not going out at all. We're not playing with friends um, and we're not doing any of the stuff that we were doing. Even, you know, we would have our neighbors over or our cousins over and that's not happening because of, of this kind of stuff. So 
Um, that's the big change. Suze is working from home now. Her company's been so great about letting her work from home. And so uh, so now we're both home all the time. Miss um, Tracy, who uh, Tracy Frazier, who we love, uh, Backley's teacher, she was coming over, you know, three or four times a week to just keep him on track with numbers and letters. And obviously, you know, if you're a parent, you know, they'll listen to he'll listen to her. He won't listen to us. <laughs> and so um, so, you know, for her safety and for ours, you know, we kind of stopped, paused on that uh, and we're working with her, but uh, love her very much. She's vital to this family. Um, and so we really have, have kind of paused anybody coming to the house and we've been on lockdown for going on three weeks now. And, um, so life hasn't really changed that much, you know, and this was yesterday was the second day that we have been in the hospital, have gone to treatment, um, with COVID-19 being, uh, in our world. Um, I would be lying if I said the thoughts that you have are easy. Uh, as a parent with a child who has a compromised immune system and you're going into a, a hospital ER situation, you know, um, it, it's a tough day. It's a, it's, it's a tough day. But the good news is you get there and you kind of know the drill and you're still on guard, but you're relaxing a little because we're seeing friendly faces and we're seeing nurses that we care about and we're seeing the, 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 familiar, the familiarity. I don't even know if that's a word. I can, I'm going to make it up. I guess it's a word now. So you're seeing the familiar. And so you kind of ease into a level of comfort um, but you're still kind of on guard, you know, and a funny story, you know, yesterday, just by habit, you know, we walked in and I crossed my legs and I, I touched my shoe and Sue slapped my hand. She said, don't touch your shoe. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot, you know? So it's those kind of little moments that really are, are, are the difference, but, um, you know, so, so there is a heightened sense of, um, awareness, but it's not uncomfortable, um, yet at least. Um, and so everyone's being really careful and everyone's being, um, aware of everyone's different feelings because everyone has a different take on it. So we choose to wear masks um, and that's our choice. Some people don't and that's their choice, but we, we choose to wear masks and, and we've talked with our doctors and the, the, the word from the doctors and our, our head oncologist, Dr. Husband, she is really great and she's tied into a great network of oncology doctors across the world. And so she said she was on a, a call with probably 50 of the leading pediatric oncology folks in the world getting the latest and the data changes, she said, by the minute, and I believe it. So they're staying on top of it and they're giving it, giving us the, the information. Now, next week we have a challenging week for us because we go back for our post-radiation scans, which means we have to go to two hospitals next week. Um, and we were looking at postponing the scans, but if we don't go ahead and get the scans done, the likelihood of us getting them in in the next four months is pretty small, according to our doctors. So um, so we want to go ahead and get them done. So we'll just take extra precaution and, you know, do what we can do. Uh, you parents are breathing out with me. I can feel you breathing out with me because it is, it is something to deal with, but we've come so far and, and we're just not going to stop now. And we have to deal with it. It's not an option for us. We have to go, we have to do it. And, um, we're going to deal with it. And our job is to shield Baxley from any kind of stress. And trust me, he, he didn't know any different yesterday except mommy and daddy were wearing masks with him. And so that's that's kind of where we were. Um, so at the time, this moment, it's April 3rd, 2020. Um, COVID-19 is a big concern of ours. It is not, you know, it's not stopping our treatment. It's not, um, uh, our life has shifted a little bit, but we, again, we've been training for this for a year. So if you have any questions, happy to help you. Um, and we kind of press on, you know, um, the hospital has done a really great job of keeping everyone uh, in, in a comfort zone, at least as much as possible, 
keeping them educated, keeping them in, in a place of, you know, we know you have to be here and we're going to take, do our best to take care of you. Uh, and I have full faith in that. So uh, the best thing to do, you know, talking with my doctor, if you saw the interview I did with Dr. Patrick O'Malley, uh, he's an ER physician um, in a small town in South Carolina, which was a great perspective to get on this whole thing, because how does it impact the small town hospital, the, the neighborhood hospital, you know, and it really has a big impact. And so if you saw that interview, there's some great information, but the, the real, the sentiment across the board from our oncology doctors to our nurses, to uh, my friends in medicine, uh, you, you know, it really is stay home. And as inconvenient as that might seem and be, that really is the best defense we have right now um, because things have not peaked and they are going to get worse. That's what the data is telling us. Um, and so you have to believe that. So um, one of the things that really uh, comes up and why the pause in the podcast was, you know, protecting our emotions and our energy, even if you're staying home, even if you're doing the things you do, um, protecting your energy is important, you know, and you have to know your limitations and we all have limitations and you have to know when it's too much and when you've got some bandwidth to, to share with people. And I become really in tune with that. And there's sometimes when I say no to something I want to do or someone I want to help and I have to say no, because I know that will put me in harm's way as far as my energy for my family or for myself. And lately I've been struggling with that because the worry has been there and, you know, like last night I just couldn't sleep and the night before I couldn't sleep and Sue's woke up super early because we were, you know, the subconscious mind is an amazing thing, but it's, it's considering all the possibilities of what we have to do. So um, you have to acknowledge that and then adjust. And I don't get hung up on, you know, I normally wake up at four in the morning and I don't do that to, for any other reason, then that's the best time for me to get quiet time and to get things done and to meditate and to do the things that I like to do in the morning. Uh, I also go to spin class at 5.30 most mornings, and um, that, of course, not lately, you know, not in the last three weeks. Um, so uh, that those kind of things are kind of impactful as far as, you know, my community at the, at the gym and uh, my my waking up early. And so it kind of throw, it can throw you out of rhythm. And when it throws you out of rhythm, your mindset and your thoughts really become super important because we can go down the slippery slope of feeling like we're failing. Um, when things aren't going the way we think they should or things aren't going the way we planned or as to schedule. So for me, um, I've had to have grace, allow myself grace and allow myself to say, this is not forever. You know, this is a time where, one, I should be concerned. I, I have to allow that. I should be a little worried. I should take extra precaution. I should also, that means not going to the gym. You know, and I do miss my sweat cycle, folks, you know, but that means not going to the gym and that means not going to the groceries, that means ordering the groceries, you know, and that means all these other things that, uh, you know, we just have to do right now. And having more focus on the things I have to do that will help than the things I'm not doing uh, really is, is a big game changer for me uh, and really something that I, I struggle with, but I, I achieve. And I think that's the key, you know, and that's from, from day one with, with cancer, you know, we've struggled, but we've achieved. And sometimes we've we failed and sometimes we've uh, taken a couple steps back. But one of the things that we we really did was uh, we just acknowledge and, and we, we say, OK, is what it is. Like today I woke up late. You know, I'm ready. I've got a, a, a session with some work from home parents in about an hour. And so uh, I got up a little late, but I'm ready. I had coffee, did my usual, but I, I wasn't hung up on. I didn't wake up at four. Oh, that's terrible. And I think that training comes in because everything we've done over the last year has been in a reaction to cancer. If we get a fever, it'll put us out for four days. 
you know, we'll be out of, out of work, out of the, the routine for four days. And so I've just grown to accept that and to control what I can control and to let um, let the essentials get done and let everything else that's non-essential become something that will happen later. So that's that's really the where, where we're at. You know, episode 43 was really a, a, a catch up uh, from where we've been. I took a little break because I needed to my energy. I didn't need to talk about it like this. I talked about it with um, with my my clients, with my family, with my team. And um, and that was really what I ne- needed to focus on that. And so uh, I hope you got something out of this. I'm, I'm hoping, again, we'll get Dr. Armstrong on at some point. I'm going to chat with him today. Uh, if you do have any questions, please reach out to me. I may or may not have the answer, but I am connected to a lot of really smart people in medicine. And, um, and, and we can probably get some information to you. That doesn't mean you come to me instead of Google. <laughs> um, you know, I see that a lot of people going to Facebook instead of Google for their information. And uh, it, it really, um, yeah, got to be careful. Be careful what, you're, what information you're digesting and, and taking to heart. But uh, that's where we are today. Bax is upstairs. He's my wife. We set her an office up in the upstairs bedroom. She's working. He, of course, pulled a chair right up beside her with his iPad and he's eating breakfast with her. Uh, and I'm going to go into a couple sessions today and then take the afternoon with backs and we'll probably uh, ride bikes or something like that. So whatever you're doing today, I hope you have a great day and uh, we'll see you soon. There you have it. Episode 43 of Hug Your People. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day despite the craziness in the world. Remember, stay home. Please stay home. That's the way we flatten this curve and that's the way we get better answers. So have a great weekend. This is Kevin and Bax. Bax, say hello. Hi. (laughs) We'll see you guys soon.